Oh, man. Landon is my absolute favorite at the end. Uh, the question, how do you know your mom loves me? And he just goes, cooks. And I was like, yeah, that's about right. That's right. That's probably what I'd say, and that'd get me in trouble. So. But they can say it. Hey, welcome. Mothers, we're glad you are here. Happy Mother's Day. And visitors of uh, the moms that are here, um, I don't know if I'm going to be, be able to sit down. I'm too spastic, so I'm going to just put that back here so I don't trip. But we are glad you are here. And uh, I want to introduce myself. My name is Benji Leverance. I'm one of the, the guys on staff here at White Knoll. And uh, first, just want to say thank you uh, to you as a church body um, for allowing us to come. My family's been here about re- just a little less than uh, four, mm, four months, and it has been awesome. We've been welcomed in. Uh, my wife, Abby, has felt welcomed in, and uh, thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for being generous w- with giving and, and allowing Derek and I to, to be working, hopefully for the Lord's glory and honor, uh, in the lives of the people in this church be- because you're generous. So thank you for that. And, and we love being here. We're, we're excited that God uh, brought us here. I, I was going to have a picture of my family and then a picture like specifically of my mom, not my, yeah, my mom, and also my wife. And like honor, but I knew that would be like the last thing my wife would want is a picture of her up there. So I, I refrained because I've done a few of these Mother's Days and I know how they go, okay? But I am grateful. I'm grateful to be here. And uh, let me tell you the goal. The goal this morning is to make moms just feel really honored. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to brag on you moms. We're going to hopefully encourage you, lift you up. Make you feel really loved. That, that is the goal. And in my Iowa accent, I'll probably annoy you. Rodney's working with me. Don't worry. And, uh, but I will, I will do my best to convey to you that you are loved. And not just loved by us here at the church, but you're loved by the Lord Jesus. And so the goal here then, one of the, the main goals will be to honor moms while the whole time pointing at the Lord Jesus. Okay? So we're going to make a lot, a big deal out of Jesus today while we, we tell you moms how, how great you are and how great he thinks you are too. So to do that, uh, we need to pray. So pray with me, please. Father, I'm grateful for the chance to be here this morning. Grateful that uh, you love us so much that you uh, allow us to make a big deal out of your son, the Lord Jesus. He is worthy of that praise and that honor. And uh, God, we I want to encourage and honor and lift up his name today. And uh, while we're taking care of moms today and trying to lift them up and let them know how uh, wonderful they are, I pray that our hearts would at the whole time be just thanking you, Jesus, for how good you are. Uh, God, I pray that you would uh, give me the words to say that will uh, help these wonderful ladies leave with a lot of peace and uh, a lot of uh, comfort and some joy. And uh, God, that has to come from you. God, I, I pray that I won't say anything that'll, that'll make them, the moms mad at me. That, that scares me. The thought of 200 moms in here being mad at me. And so I pray you just help me to, to in your power and your strength, um, through your spirit, bring a, a message today from the Lord Jesus of peace and healing and, and comfort. And we, we pray that in your name. Amen. So any of you dads ever... Uh, have this experience. My, my wife sometimes will need a break, imagine that, from all that she does with the kids. And so she'll say, okay, here, I have this lined up for you. I have dinner already made. You just need to put it in the oven, and I'm for sure going to mess that up somehow. But anyways, and she'll go off, and she'll say, I'll be back at like 7, so you'll be fine, okay? Yeah, right, I'll be fine. Okay, so she leaves me alone. I have five kids, okay? I have five kids that she made me have, and I, I love them. 
I know most of their names, almost, and no, we, we love them, that we, we cherish them, and yet she goes and she does, yeah, you go be mom, you go get some Utah, it's usually like her shopping for soap or something really, you know, exciting, but she goes and seven o'clock comes and mom's still gone, and I'm thinking, wait a second, she said she was going to be back at seven, and I'm losing my mind already, you know, because I don't know how she does what she does, moms, we don't know how you do what you do, so what I do is I just call her on the phone, and I real calmly say, you need to come home now. All right, and listen, this is what she does to me, and I know that this is like a fancy trick that she's doing to let me know how much I need to appreciate her. She'll stall a little bit, all right? She'll say, I'll be back in a half hour, all right? And then she comes like 45 minutes late, and by that time, I'm not even mad anymore. She comes to the door, and I'm holding on to her and say, I need you, I need you. Because dads, we can't do this alone. We need moms, and man, uh, that's how it works around, around my house. And so this morning... Uh, it's important to honor and build up our moms. And, and kind of it's like almost self-serving, Dad, because we know that we need to recharge them so they can get back at it, right? And help us. Because we can't do this. But we want more than just telling them how great they are this morning. We want to point them to God's Word so that they can understand how great Jesus thinks they are. And more than saying, hey, um, have a lot of comfort. We want to point them to the Word of God where Jesus says, hey, find rest in me. And so that's the goal this morning. I'm excited because I think there's some freedom to be had. We'll touch on some painful spots and we'll be careful. I've been told to not get too heavy. We want to keep it light and I'll, I'll try. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll touch on some painful spots and then trust that the Lord Jesus uh, can redeem and heal all the wounds that we have. So excited about that. So before we get too much further, I, I want just, if you're a parent in the room, go ahead. So your mom, dad, grandparent, parent at all, uh, go ahead and stand up for me, Okay. Like, for real, I'm being serious. I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want, okay, just a, a quick look around. All right, just so I know. Okay, very good. I'm not going to you. Go ahead and sit down again. Okay, thanks. That's great. All right, and so what we're going to do this morning, I'm going to ask some questions of you uh, before we go too much further. And I'd like um, moms, mom, only moms, dads, this isn't about you, okay? Only moms, I'd like you to, to just raise your hand. Don't be embarrassed. It's not, you'll, you'll see what the question Not yet. Jasper wants after I ask the question. Let me, let me tell you a real quick story about Hesper. Hesper Pierce. This is getting off track just a little bit. Friday night, we have a carnival with like six billion kids that come through this school. And ten minutes before the carnival starts, it is pouring rain. And I'm watching people that are organizing and helping start to lose their minds. And I look at Hesper and she's like, totally calm and i'm just like that's just weird that god makes moms this way and she handled it let me tell you she was awesome but anyways that's i'll tell you more later about it okay so questions here i was going to ask questions wasn't i so moms raise your hand who here at the end of the day of taking care of your kids has ever felt just really worn out really worn out like i'm talking like okay i can barely see anymore i'm talking where is my bed okay this floor will work just fine I'm talking go to sleep in my jeans and my tennis shoes, and I'm fine with that kind of exhaustion. Oh, where are the hands? Come on now. All right, yeah, because that that's like a typical day. That's not even like an exceptional day, all right? Because it is exhausting to be a mom. It really is. It really is. In fact, I, I'm going to go out and say this. It's not really out on a limb, but I'm going to tell you that being a mom, hands down the hardest job in the world. Hands down. Now, fellas, in case that makes you bristle a little, 
And maybe later you're going to be tempted to be like, well, I guess he's never laid concrete in 110 degrees. <laughs> Let me help you. Don't, don't, don't go there. Not today. You will not win. Okay, you will not win from experience. Let me know you, that I'm, I'm looking out for your safety here. Don't go there. All right? Yeah, mom's hardest job. Just leave it. Because as soon as you start arguing, listen, this is what happens. It's something. They play their card right away. It's like they don't even let the argument develop. They just play their card. They're like, it's some variation of, okay, next time you grow something in you for nine months and then birth it out of your body, you come talk to me, okay? And they just win. They win. So I'm not doing that. And I, I'm pretty sure I can't. So, so moms, we got, all right, we're getting off the rails a little bit. Question two here. Question two. Moms, who here has ever felt like you didn't know what you were doing? Like, where's the instruction manual? Why can I not convince this kid that his shoes are on the wrong feet, right? I don't know. There's brain damage in all of our kids, and then we have to just, like, work it out of them. And so it's exhausting, and you felt this way of, of not knowing what to expect. And, and my wife even has shared that getting ready. My, so my wife... Uh, we have five kids. Four out of the five have been C-sections. So, listen how stupid I am, okay? I've been married 12 years. So let me tell you one of the things I one time said. I said, well, honey, it's not like you've really experienced real childbirth. You did C-sections. And yeah, I, I don't know what's brain damage. I still have it. And so, but for those of you in the room, let me tell you just real quickly what, what a, a C-section is. Because some of you guys are like, I've, I've heard of that. But let me... Let me tell you what a C-section is, because I witnessed them. I witnessed them with my eyes, and I'm still here, all right? So what happens, basically, is they begin to cut the mom's belly, and I, I don't know all the medical terms that you may have caught on, and they, they cut the mom's belly, and then, like, two people work together to, like, stretch apart the stomach muscles, and so that they can cut deeper, and then they take this slobbery baby... And they lay it on her stomach, and they sew her up, and they cut the thing, and they hand it to her, okay? I kid you not. Have you ever seen the movie Alien? No. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's beautiful. Childbirth. It's beautiful. Loved it. Listen, it got so rough. I kid you not, on our fifth kid, Milo, there was a nursing student in there, and he passed out. He was out. And there's a fear and there's this, this concept of what am I doing? How do I, how do I navigate this? There's no, no way of me knowing what I'm doing sometimes. And so here's, here's another question. Uh, moms, how many of you have ever felt like you've been a failure? Look around. This is good, mom. Keep them up. Keep them up. Look around. Moms, look around. This is huge. Do you realize that every mom in this room is raising their hand? This should be helpful. Okay, thank you. This should be helpful. Because every mom knows that, that we fail, right? We make mistakes. This is not easy, in fact. But let this be comforting. The God who invented this whole mothering thing, he never intended for you to be able to do it perfectly on your own. Did you know that? He never set it up so that you'd have six total success. In fact, he set it up that the only way it would work well in his design is if you as moms leaned on him.
for your power and your strength to be able to accomplish what you needed to as a mom. And so I'm not here to to heap guilt on you. In fact, listen, Jesus is the the opposite of heaping guilt on you. If you feel like, man, I make mistakes every day and I I can't get this thing right. Listen, let me comfort you with the knowledge that that Jesus is here to say, listen, I know you're not going to get it right. No one gets it right. But guess what? That's what grace is. And you get to come back to me and then I help you. And it's this beautiful picture. And so this morning, as we talk, I want you to understand that this mom role is exhausting. And it can uh, do an amazing job of pointing out our imperfections. And so when we fail, we have to lean on Jesus. So this is our first premise here. Abiding in Jesus. Let's start with this. Jesus doesn't want to add guilt to your life about all the ways that you're not cutting it as a mom. That's the furthest thing from what he wants to do. Instead, and catch this, this is really important. Instead, he wants you to draw into relationship and friendship with him so that he can empower you to do the impossible role of motherhood. Jesus calls this empowering relationship abiding. So our first scripture of the day It's going to be John 15. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to John 15, verse 5. I could spend all day in this this chapter. I love it. So John 15, verse 5, and it says this. This is Jesus talking. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. So that's Jesus. He's the vine. We're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do what? From apart from me, you can do nothing. And here in this verse, the Savior of the world is saying, Moms, listen, if you want to bear fruit, you've got to draw close to me. There's another translation say, remain in me. And the concept is just, you're spending time in, in uh, a word we use, it, kind of a church word, but fellowship. It's like this really good communication and this really close relationship with Jesus. And, and Jesus is saying, listen, apart from that really close relationship with me, moms, you can't do anything. Like you can do some things, but if you want to do things that will actually matter for eternity or matter in the lives of your children uh, to point them towards the Lord Jesus... You need his strength, and he set it up this way so that we cannot do this mom thing the way it was designed to be apart from Jesus, amen? And so this morning, that'll be part of the premise, that we start drawing in to the Lord. Jesus calls us to be empowered by our relationship with him. You see, the need to to lean on Jesus, to abide on him, is essential to be the mother that God wants you to be. Let me say that again. The need to lean on Jesus, to abide in Jesus, is essential for you to be the mother you want to be. It's huge. It's impossible without him. So let me be clear, and uh, not in a, man, just in a really exciting way that I get to share this with you, but if you're here this morning... And your mom, or just in general, if you're here this morning and you don't know the Lord Jesus, maybe you don't even know what I'm talking about. And I'm glad you're here. This is like the perfect place to come and to hear about who Jesus is and what he's done for you and what he's taken when he was on the cross for you. 
and how he rose from the dead to, to conquer death and hell and sin. And this is like the perfect place for you to come. But listen, I want to tell you something. This life, and especially the role of a mom, does not make sense without Jesus. It doesn't. Because where's the hope? What are you raising them up into if there's no hope that's found in Jesus? And this world is trying to tear you down and pull you away. And let me tell you something. Separated or apart from Jesus, there will be no hope. And so this is exciting. Mother's Day, I get to tell you, there is hope to be found in in Jesus. The passage that I've been praying over for uh, quite a few weeks now is Matthew 11. And it's verse 28 to, to 30. And this will be the, uh, the passage that we'll spend the rest of the time in here. But it's going to be another invitation. And I have, I've been praying that uh, through the Spirit's power, that even with our short time this morning, that you might leave here understanding the deep joy that can be yours in relationship with Jesus. Like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm I know, I'm not, not just feel, I, I know I'm not overselling this because the testimony of my life, as imperfect and as messed up of a dude as I am, is, is filled with joy because of my relationship with Jesus. And so I've been praying for you, moms. I've been praying for you, dads. I've been praying for everyone in the room that you'd understand this morning that there's an invitation here from Jesus to come. So let's read this together. Come to me. All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let me talk to the whole room, not just moms. We're going to... Look at this passage through the lens of, of moms in just a little bit. But let me talk to everyone that's in the room. Because this passage here, this is an invitation. And it's an invitation from Jesus to come to him. And here at, at Radius White Knoll, we take it very serious, our role, to tell you the good news about Jesus Christ. And if you've missed Derek speaking up here, you will hear someone that is passionate about telling you that Jesus is the answer for your problems, that Jesus is the answer for your sin. Jesus is the answer for uh, your everyday confusion in life, that he is a gift of salvation. And Derek, man, he, he brings it when he talks about the Lord Jesus. Why? Because he knows. He knows that this is the absolute most important thing that we can tell you. And so this morning, before we go any further, I want to I just make this invitation that when Jesus is saying this, he's saying it to you. So the first time he said this is like 2,000 years ago. And it still remains true that Jesus is calling you to come. Ryan, can I get it back up on the, on the screen? Read it again here. Come to me, all who are la- weary. I'm sorry, let me try again. Come to me. Hooked on phonics. Did not work for me. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So what he's saying is that the good news about Jesus is that anyone who is weary and heavy laden in their own brokenness, in their own mistakes, and in their own sin, can find rest for their souls in Jesus. Jesus is the answer for our brokenness. And some of us in the room, you understand this concept that you're broken? Like you even raised your hand, right? You understand like you don't have it all figured out, that, 
that there's things in your life that are not correct and not right. And that's why this invitation is, is so cool. But some of you know that you're broken, but you've never heard the truth that we just shared to you, that the answer to your brokenness, the answer to your problems, rests in who Jesus is and his invitation. And so it's my joy this morning to tell you that if you've never placed your faith in the Lord Jesus for salvation, come on. Today is the day for salvation. And maybe you don't understand the whole concept, and maybe, that's great, this is a great place to learn it. So please listen afterwards, this is too important. If you have questions, just, just questions. You can come talk to me, please. Don't, don't leave without talking to me. Find Derek. Derek would love to talk with you. He's excellent at talking with people about the Lord Jesus. Find him. Talk with him. Find others that, that you can trust. But don't leave uh, without figuring out that your brokenness can be made whole through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So what I want to do with the rest of the time is to talk about this invitation through the eyes of moms. Okay, what's so great about these uh, three short verses here is that this, this cool offering from Jesus is, is uh, given to carry us and for our rest. All right? it, is, it is given to us so that we can make it through life. Okay, So we've already established this mom thing is really hard. Do we need to raise hands again? It, it's still hard. Yeah, it's still hard. We're 20 minutes in and it's still hard. But I want to push a little bit on this because I want to present this to you. Some of the deepest wounds that you have, and this is not just moms, but parents in general, some of the deepest wounds that you carry come from those that you value most. And moms, I've talked to you. I've been around you. I know my, my own wife. What you value most is your kids. So there's this really weird, strange things that happen is, is when your kids have success, yeah, yeah you, you enjoy that success, and it's, it's your success. But the opposite is true, too. So when your kids fail, you feel failure. When your kid gets wounded, moms, you, you feel wounded. Are you with me? And you are so closely tied in this relationship, this really cool relationship of mom and, and daughter or son, that this interaction has a tendency, it can give great joy. Please don't hear me. Not say, I'm not saying that. It does give great joy. But it has the ability to start sucking life out of you. All right? And I'm, uh, yeah, that's right. And I'm not just talking about losing your mind because the kid didn't brush his teeth for like the 10th time. I'm talking about where there's this deep wound in you uh, as they, they start to maybe walk away from the things that you thought you were teaching. And so this is the invitation, is that moms, this, this motherhood thing that, we just had amen. Uh, that takes physical exhaustion, and mental exhaustion, and sometimes emotional exhaustion. And then lastly, there's even a spiritual exhaustion that can come as moms, you just keep on giving. Sometimes you just give and you give and then you look and you realize, I don't have anything else to give. And I won't ask you to raise your hand, but I know that all of you, if you're doing it right, I know that all of you have felt in that place. And so then we need to listen a little because Jesus is saying, listen, I got an answer for that. I got to tell you about what the answer to that is. So I uh, wanted to share some things that I hope bring some hope into some of this, this uh, pain or some of this woundedness. And I want to be careful. I don't want to get uh, too deep into it because I'm supposed to be upbeat. I'm supposed to be upbeat today. I'm, I'm going to be upbeat. But I do. I want to. 
I do want to be real with you, right? And I want to talk to you about uh, some of the healing that can happen. So a guy named Matt Chandler is a guy I really respect. And he said um, some really neat things. And I just wanted to share them with you, some of the concepts that, that he said. And I want to be careful here. But uh, for some of you, Mother's Day um, is not your favorite day. In fact, for some of you, Mother's Day has been uh, just a reminder every year of some of the pain that you've experienced either trying to become a mother um, or maybe you've, you've lost babies. And I'm not going to sit up here and, and act like that does not hurt like crazy. And I'm not going to act like I can understand that or, or even enter into that myself to know what that feels like. Um, but if you allow me just for a little to, to push a little bit on that pain because I know what the answer to that pain is, and his name is Jesus. So let me just speak into that pain for just a little bit. Will you bear with me? And uh, the concept here is that with Jesus, um, it's never too late. The concept is that with Jesus, there's always hope. There's freedom from despair. There can be even healing because, listen to this, listen to the hope for those that, that know Jesus as your Savior, someday, listen to this, there's going to be a time when you see him face to face. Listen, I look forward every day to the fact that I'm going to leave this place that continues to beat me down, and there's going to be a time when I see my Jesus, and I say, Lord, I, I am here. And he hugs me, and he's going to do that with you. You're going to be there, Mom, if you know the Lord Jesus, in heaven, face to face with the Lord Jesus. He's going to hold you. You're going to cry on his shoulders. The Bible says he's going to wipe every tear away from your eyes. And he's going to love on you. And he's going to tell you how wonderful you are. And then listen what Jesus is going to do. In a way that only Jesus can do. In a way that only Jesus can redeem. He's going to say, wait here for a second. And he's going to go and he's going to get those little babies that you lost. And he's going to bring them to you. And he's going to hand them to you. Because Jesus can make all things new. Amen. So there is hope and healing even inside the deepest pain that we feel as moms. And I said we. That always gets me in trouble. I didn't birth anything, okay? But you understand, there is hope and healing for moms, but it can only be found in Jesus. And so today, allow me to, to present to you that, that there's an answer to some of this uh, deep and real pain that you're feeling. And I pray that today through the Spirit's power, that He'll allow you to experience some of that healing. Uh, for some of you, perhaps today is painful for different reasons. It's tied maybe um, to the fact that you're into this parenting thing. And man, I, I have uh, my 11-year-old's over there. can't believe she's 11. Uh, boys were like emailing her the other day. And I had to get on there and I'm like, do not email my daughter. <laughs> then he emailed back and he's like, okay. And I'm like, that was emailing. You know, I'm just like, So it's getting real messed up. But there's already ways in which I can tell that as a father, I've already come up short. And moms, I think you care even deeper in a lot of ways. And, and there's, there's ways in which you already, as a parent, are feeling like, okay, there's, there's things that I missed. There's things that I didn't get right. And you can kind of start to see it even in your kids, things where you're like, oh, my goodness, did I mess them up forever? And uh, maybe you're watching as your children, who you love, and who you want to love Jesus, start stepping away from Jesus. And listen, that's painful. That's painful. 
So I want to bring you some freedom today found in Jesus that in Christ, it is never too late. Nothing is too late in Christ. And listen, in the power of the Holy Spirit, you can start to continue to have impact into the lives of your children. Some of you are saying, well, my kid is 40. Okay, well, well, listen, great. I'm glad he's 40. But listen, it's not too late. So today is Mother's Day, right? And so today, in my mind, is the perfect day, possibly. If you just, if your kids are here, you can do this in person, but if you need to make a phone call to your 40-year-old son, and you can say, hey, I love you. I'm so grateful that you're my kid. I'm so proud of you in these areas, these ways. Hey, I was at church today, and, and the, that crazy preacher dude, he was just talking about um, what it is to live for Jesus and to, to have joy in Jesus. And, you know, I, I just wish that I would have known what I know now earlier. And I, I just wish that, that um, I, I would have maybe done some things differently. And so I, I'm sorry for the ways that I came up short. But I love you. I love you. And listen, what happens here, and let me set you free with this, because if you've, let me be straight, if you've been a bad parent, you don't have to live with that guilt forever, okay? You can let go of that. You can lay that down. Because in Christ, we, we own our sin before God and before others, and then we trust in the grace of the cross. Amen? We trust that Jesus paid for that, that he took that guilt and that shame that we so easily feel. He bore it on himself. He was feeling that shame and that guilt when they crucified him, and he paid for that. So we have no business to have that guilt or shame in your life. Amen? Listen, so now from this point on, when we own our sin, we don't have to carry that burden. We give it to Jesus. You're weary and you're heavy laden from past failures. Confess, repent. Ask for the forgiveness of a loving and gracious God and then move on. Move on. Let me empower you in freedom to move on from past mistakes. Okay? We can move forward. And, and Paul said, I press on. Forgetting what was behind, I press on. And then we hit our knees. We wear out our knees praying for those kids. That God will do a work in their lives. See, it's never too late in Christ. There is a freedom that is offered to us in him. And I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited because I've seen his freedom come into my life and, and I've seen what it's done to the health of my family. We're not perfect. I, I spanked my kids yesterday because they're naughty little kids, all right? But we're not perfect, but we have in our home just the, the grace of God that, that we're grace addicts, okay? I can't get enough of the grace that God has shown me. And so my home, by God's grace, is this place where my kids are allowed to mess up. And without me freaking out, like, ah, because I know, I know that the Lord's paid for all of that, that he can forgive, and I know that they can grow, and that they can, uh, just my mistakes, I'm going to make mistakes all the time, and I have to apologize to them, and it's this ability to say, look how much daddy needs the gospel. Look how much daddy needs the forgiveness of Jesus in my life. And your home can be this place that just screams the grace of, of Jesus. That's good. That's good. So my Mother's Day gift to you uh, is supposed to be to point you towards the Lord Jesus. Towards these verses that I truly believe um, that what Jesus is offering we so desperately need. Because he's offering us rest. Not just the 
let's go to Hawaii and take a nap on the beach kind of rest. Or some of you are like, yeah, right, I just want like a nap on my own couch someday. All right, and you're picturing, some of you are just like picturing eating a sandwich without any kids around. That's like your example. Have you ever noticed that our daydreams of relaxation never include the kids? That's like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that that... But true rest, true soul rest uh, is only found in Jesus. And so can we get those verses back up there, Ryan? We'll read them one more time. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see that? The gift. It's a gift. The rest is a gift from Jesus. And it says, listen, the way that he's going to give you rest may surprise you. He says, take my yoke upon you. That's not talking about an egg. Let me explain yoke real quick. So a yoke would be, there'd be oxen back in that day. And uh, they would take two oxen and they would uh, put them together with this, this tool called a yoke. And they would pull together. And so when you'd get uh, an older oxen, they'd sometimes pair it up with the younger oxen because the older one was going to teach the younger oxen how to do this, Okay. And so a yoke, though, could be incredibly uncomfortable for the oxen. And in fact, they, they had to um, make the oxen custom, or make the oxen, they had to make the yoke custom fit to the oxen because otherwise it would rub the wrong way and they would not work as hard because it hurt. And so Jesus here is saying, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And listen to the promise. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is asking you to learn from him, to spend time with him, to talk with him, to love him, and to let him pour his life into you. And the promise that we start to see joy and fulfillment and satisfaction and relief and rest. See, Jesus doesn't want you looking in from the outside. You know what I mean by that? So we're going to worship in a little bit. Jesus doesn't want you looking from afar and saying, yeah, let's go, Jesus. I like that guy. I like... No, he wants to bring you in to a friendship. You understand what I'm saying in that? The God of the universe who spoke you into existence says, come be with me. That's all I'm asking. Come be with me, ma'am. Just spend time with me, lady. I got you. And as we get close, some people say, as we keep bumping into Jesus, we press in, as we abide, I don't know, whatever word, that connects with you, that you have to spend time with the Savior. He pours into you and he gives you rest for your souls. That's not going to be easy. The amazing thing about walking with Jesus is that it's probably going to be hard and and even painful at times. But listen, the promise again at the end of this verse is that you walk with me, you learn to interact with me, you learn to spend time with me, you learn to yield your will to my will, and you're going to find this deep, satisfying rest to your soul. Jesus wants to be the source of your strength, moms can't do it without him he is hungry for you to come to him he wants you he's inviting you say come come on let's do this together we got this we got this bam kitchen's clean bam that kid's spanked bam that kid's put to bed 
but I'm doing it not anymore out of my own strength or out of my own like abilities and my own, you know, whatever, but I'm doing it out of this relationship with Jesus. And in fact, after a while, I realized this whole thing is being done out of the strength of the Holy Spirit living through me. And that's exciting. That's the kind of life that will start changing things. I want to tell you about my mom. Her name is Betty Leverance. She's 67 years old. Betty Leverance was an incredible mom. But Betty Leverance is a totally flawed person. And I love her to death. But she could cook. Woo, she could cook. That's why I'm as big as I am. That's what I like to say. Because I just learned at a young age, you just eat and eat and eat. And she could cook and she could take care of us. She always dressed me real nice. She had like nothing as far as clothes. So she'd always dress me in like Tommy Hilfiger. And the other kids would pick on me because I had nice clothes. What are we? You would have picked on me. Rodney, what are you laughing about? But she took care of me. But let me tell you what made Betty Leverance, I can't even say my last name. Let me tell you what made her such an incredible mom. It wasn't you know, all the birthdays. It wasn't all the cool gifts. It wasn't even the fact that she was head over heels in love with Jesus. And I can't tell you the amount of hours that she spent with Jesus. And I'd watch. I'd come into her room and she'd be praying. And we'd be driving in the car, and, and, and she'd say, hey, let's have a prayer meeting. Yeah, that's what, that's what every 7 and 12-year-old boy wants to do. KT and I, oh, let's have a prayer meeting, Mom. And we would pray as we went to soccer practice. My little ASO outfit. Do you have AYSO? Never mind. Getting off the train. All right. But Betty Leverance loved Jesus, and amazing things started to happen with this love that she had for the Lord Jesus. You see, that love in her began to overflow. And so let me share my testimony with you, is that I am who I am today because I, got, I was close to my mom. She loved me. I was close to her. And she was so close to Jesus that the love of Jesus started to splash all over me. That's what made her an incredible mom. Sometimes she'd lose her mind. I mean, I can remember her grabbing my arms and kind of shaking me and saying, you're going to push me over the brink, kid. I rem- she wasn't perfect. Please hear me. Don't, don't tell her. But she wasn't perfect. But she loved Jesus. And it shows. And, and her kids love Jesus because she taught them how. And so moms today, man, don't, don't worry about what other people are going to Think about, oh, they have to look this way or they have to be this way in sports or they get these great. Start here. Start by just loving Jesus and loving your kids through him. So I, I was smart. I, I learned from my mom. And so what I did is I went out and I, I, I married a, a woman who's just like my mom. Very different, but, but also similar in that she loves Jesus. And so when we were dating, I realized, man, this girl, she loves Jesus. And then we were engaged, and we were married. And then, man, I did not know how much until she became a mom, really. Like, I, didn't, I, I knew, but I didn't see it all the way until, until she's in there with our kids, and, and they're praying, and they're studying God's Word. And she's just loving on Jesus, and it's spilling over. And now, I've told you already, my kids aren't perfect, but now I'm seeing the results in my kids' lives as they start looking like Jesus because the love of Jesus is spilling out of my wife and splashing all over them. And listen, we can start today. It's not too late. That's what's so exciting. This is the Mother's Day gift that Jesus gives to us, is that in him, all who are weary and heavy laden can come, find rest for their souls, abide in him, remain in him, and then go and change the world. I'm not, I'm not even overstating that. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, that is what is offered to us today. Not on our own strength. 
you can make lunches, you can drop off kids at sports, and you can do all that stuff on your own strength, right? But when it comes to impacting your children for the glory of God, that has to be done inside of the strength of Jesus. So, uh, would someone go grab the Sunday school? We'll, we'll, we'll get them back here pretty quick. But I don't want to leave you hanging. Like I gave you, I was like, just go love Jesus. And I push you out the door and you're like, okay, what do I do now? So I don't want to leave you hanging. So I got four things that I want to uh, just teach with you here. And, and hopefully, really, there are four ways, I, I label it here, four ways to fall in love with Jesus. And dudes, maybe you're struggling. Maybe it's like, fall in love with Yeah, fall in love with Jesus, guys. That's what I'm calling you to. That's what I'm asking of you. First way is to talk to him. So here, this is what I want you to do, ladies and dudes, if you're brave enough. Talking to moms. I want you to get into a room and I want you to take a chair. I want you to sit in one chair over here and I want you to put a chair over there. And I want you to pretend Jesus is sitting in this chair. Okay, this is how simple this is. And moms, I want you to start talking to Jesus. Now the neighbors will think you're crazy, but they already think you're crazy, okay? <laughs> start talking to Jesus and say, Lord, this what a hard day, Jesus. What a hard day. I, I I need you because I don't, have, I don't have anything else to give. They are complaining. Lord, would you, would you help me, please? Hey, um, I was remembering something about you that is wonderful, Jesus, and I'm thankful that you'll never leave me, that you'll never forsake me. And you just start talking to him. Listen, it's that easy. So this week, take a chair. Would you do this? Would you commit to falling in love with Jesus by just talking with him? The second way is to, to learn from him, like we heard in the passage. So what I want you to do, these three verses, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, write them down on your hand, write them down on a piece of paper, and I want you to go home, and if you have a printer, I want you to print out these three verses, or just take your Bible and a notebook next to it, and I just want you to start making some observations, and I want you to maybe to ask some questions, okay, out of these verses, the different things, and I want you to start figuring out and learning, Jesus, what does it mean, these promises? Are they for me? Is this for real? And just learn from him. Will you do that? Will you fall in love with Jesus by learning with him? And this next one is cool, and it can be done even while he's in the chair, but you cast your cares on him because he cares for you. And you take all the burdens and all the weight that you're feeling, whether it be from broken relationships, broken dreams, or whatever, your own sin, whatever, you cast it on Jesus because he's big enough. Just heave it. Get rid of it. It's not yours to own. So will you love Jesus enough this week to cast your cares on him? And the fourth way, and we're going to do this in a little bit. In a little bit, well, we've got some cool things happening, Mom, because we want to honor you. And I've got to bring it up, B, because that's getting too heavy. So I gotta go. But in a little bit, we're going to worship. Remember I said at the beginning, the goal was to moms encourage you, to lift you up, tell you how wonderful you are, but then ultimately point to Jesus. And so what we're going to do then is we're going to worship, and these two screens will be words that are just wonderful about the Lord Jesus. But right below these screens, there's two tables where we have bread and juice. And let me tell you about this really cool opportunity. Jesus gave this really simple way for us to remember him, for us to worship him. And he said, this is my body that I broke for you on behalf of you. This is my blood that I, I spilled out on the cross. Would you just remember me? And so moms, I'm, I'm challenging you this morning and, and no one's watching you. They're singing this song. Would you come up and, and maybe for the first time in a while, would you... Confess that you don't have it all together and say, but Jesus, I belong to you. 
Because this is an opportunity to remember what Jesus did on the cross. It's an opportunity to say, I belong to Jesus. So the fourth thing, will you worship Jesus and fall in love with him that way? All right, so I'm going to pray real quick, and then we're going to have the kids come in because it's going to get crazy, and then we'll pray again. So, Father, uh, man, I hope I wasn't too heavy. I hope that there can be healing found in my own ramblings, and I pray that they were your words. Jesus, I'm so thrilled about the invitation that we can come and rest in you. I'm so grateful that the moms in this room who are working so hard to do things the right way, that they can entrust themselves to you, and it would be the best thing we ever do. Give healing where healing is needed. Give joy where joy is needed. And help us just have a wonderful day honoring these moms, but then also honoring you, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.